wrestle not against flesh and blood. Victory is a goal for every battle. Get set for an empowerment to conquer in the battles of life as you listen to Encounter with the Truth by Pastor Sami. We thank God for this month, the glorious ways and the things He's doing in our lives. Praise God. Psalm 82, verse 5 to 7. They know not, neither would they understand. They walk on in darkness. All the foundations of the earth are out of course. I have said, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But ye shall die like men, and fall like one of the princes. John chapter 10. Verse 34 through to 37. Jesus answered them, Is it not written in thy law, I have said, Ye are gods? If ye call them gods unto whom the word of God came, and the scripture cannot be broken, say ye of him whom the Father has sanctified. And sent into the world, thou blasphemous, because I said I am the Son of God. Let's pray. Father, go ahead. Thank you, sweet Spirit, for your power, your presence at work here. Minister to us in the name of Jesus. Let your hand meet every need this morning in Jesus' name. I pray that your presence that has saturated this place, let it bring deliverance, liberty to every bound in the name of Jesus Christ. Let every oppressed go free in the name of Jesus Christ. Let every sick be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Give direction to everyone at the crossroad in Jesus' name. Let light shine in the darkness of everyone in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, instruct us this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible said that where you are there is liberty. Liberate this morning in the name of Jesus Christ. Let the word of truth lift out of merry claims and horrible pit in the name of Jesus Christ. Sweet Holy Spirit, move like never before. And let everyone return with joy in our heart. For you have satisfied our longing desires and met our needs. We give you the glory. I avail myself as you minister through me, Lord, to your people. Go ahead and let your glory be seen this morning. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Releasing the supernatural. Part Three Praise God. The supernatural realm is the invisible realm. When we talk about the supernatural, we are talking about the realms of the spirit. 
We are talking about the realms of the miraculous. Praise the Lord. When God created man, man was fully supernatural. Everything about the first man was supernatural. His spirit, his soul, and his body was supernatural. The first man from creation, the Bible said in Matthew, Luke chapter 3 verse 38, that the first man whose name is Adam was the son of God. He was birthed by God. God was his father. When the account of Luke was facing the genealogy of, 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 of mankind, when it got to Adam in Luke chapter 3 verse 38, he said, and Adam, the son of God. We all know that John chapter 4 verse 23 to 25, he talks about, for God is a spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. For these are the worshippers God is seeking. So God, who was a spirit, gave birth to the first man, who is called Adam. So Adam wouldn't have been flesh. He was fully spiritual. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So the first man God created was fully a supernatural being. He had a body, but his body wasn't a natural body. It couldn't feel the pains that men feel, the flesh feels. He had a soul. His soul wasn't limited to the things that men now are limited to. Adam knew all things. He was in the very nature of God. Praise the Lord. His mind, his will, and his emotions was directly in relation with the mind, the will, and the emotions of God. Praise the Lord. His spirit was alive. Because his spirit came from God. God breathed unto Adam the breath of God. So the same spirit that was in God was the same spirit that came into the first man. So man at creation was fully supernatural. Adam's body wasn't like your own before he fell. He couldn't be beaten for blood to come out. Praise the Lord. He couldn't go through pains. He was fully supernatural. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 and 27, God said that, Let us make man in our own image. Praise God. And in our own heart, likeness. So the first man had a prepared body. He had what? Just like Jesus. I want you to understand it. You see, the Old Testament is a shadow of the things to come. The first man had a prepared body. So God made a claim. That was the body. Praise the Lord. That body is not like the body we have now. 
the first man Adam. His body was is not like this one. Praise God. Let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. So when that man was made, his everything was like God. His body like the prepared body of Jesus. His mind was the mind of Christ. His spirit was the, like the spirit of God. Praise the Lord. Everything. Praise God. So the fall made the man to lose his position as a supernatural. Then he entered the natural realm. When man sinned, he lost his supernatural abilities. He lost that supernatural body. He lost that supernatural mind. He lost that supernatural spirit. So that spirit left him. That spirit left him. That body began to degenerate. The mind began to be reprobate. It lost the nature of God in it. So it just became like when somebody dies, when you do surgery on the person, you can still remove the mind and put it down. But that mind has no, it has no life in it. That was the same way at, when somebody dies, his body is still, is still there. Praise the Lord. It's not that you die and your body are vanished. But that body has no life what, in it. Are you hearing? That was the same way the first man, when he sinned, he became. His mind was there, but it died. It had no life. His body was there. It became degenerated. So Jesus came to die, redeem us, so that he will restore us into our natural position, which is the supernatural position. So in Psalm 82, verse 5 to 7, where we read, he said, They know not, neither do they understand. All of them, they walk in darkness, and the whole earth is out of course. For I have said that ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. Please understand that when you gave your life to Jesus, you were born by God, like Adam was born by God. So you were now restored into the supernatural realm. You are now restored into the supernatural realm. Your mind, your body, your spirit is all from God. He said, all things are from God. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 18. 17 said that if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Then you come to the 18. He said, all things are of God. Your body is of God. Your mind is of God. Your soul is of God. Your spirit is of God. All things. And if God is a spirit, then everything about you cannot be flesh, but be spirit. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. 
Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So redemption makes you a believer, a son of God. Therefore, you are a supernatural being. Redemption makes you a supernatural being. Now, talking about the supernatural, what is the supernatural realm? When we talk about the supernatural, what is it? The supernatural realm is the realm over and above the sense realm. Or the realm over and above the physical realm. It is the realm over and above the physical realm. It is the realm where we don't walk by sight. Or by hearing. Or by feeling. Or by tasting. Or by smelling. It is the realm where we walk by faith. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The realm which is over and above the physical realm. That is the supernatural realm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It is the realm where you don't walk by sight what you see. Where you don't walk by taste what you taste. You don't walk by what you smell. It is the realm where you don't walk by what you feel. It is the realm where we walk by faith. So it is the realm over and above the physical realm. The physical realm only operates by senses. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Among some of the characteristics of the supernatural realm, which we need to know in this service, is number one, the supernatural realm is the realm of light. It is the realm of light. Praise God. In John chapter 1 verse 4 and 5. He said, in him was life. And the life was the light of man. And the light shines in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. And verse 9 says that this is the true light. That lighted all men coming into glory. The supernatural realm is the realm of light, true light. So supernatural beings doesn't have light. They are light. They are hot. This is the true light that lighted all men. That is why Jesus said, for ye are the light of the world. And ye are the salt of the earth. Supernatural beings are, doesn't have light. They are light. You see, an understanding of your supernaturality is so important 
to deal with all devils. Because every devil manifests by darkness. Every devil manifests by heart. And as a supernatural being, you don't carry light to make darkness to go. You are light. So when you appear, darkness must automatically disappear. It is one thing carrying something, using light as a tool to do with darkness, and it is another thing being the thing. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Say, and this we know that God is light, and in Him, let's read First John chapter 1. In Him there is no darkness. John, first John chapter 1, verse 1 downwards. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen, which we have with our eyes, which we have seen with our eyes, we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and so unto you that eternal life which is with the Father, and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare unto you, that ye may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son. And these things write we unto you, that you may your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him there is no hurt at all. Praise the Lord. That God is light. And in him there is no darkness. Not, not God have light. God is light. So when you give birth to you, you are light. You are hot. And this light shines in darkness. John chapter 1 verse 4. This light shines in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Verse 5. And this light shines in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. No. Verse 5. Praise the Lord. I'll be sucking some of you from that. This light shines in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. Praise the Lord. So when you understand your supernaturality, knowing that you are light, there is no darkness that can stand. Any kind of light. Darkness, light doesn't fight with darkness for darkness to go. When light appears, automatically darkness disappears. And all devils, the Satan himself, all demons, witches, wizards, they are all they all dwell in darkness. So as the supernatural being, understanding your characteristic, there is no witch or wizard. There is no necromancer. There is no awkward person. There is no wizard. Somebody says it's a fetish spirit. There is nobody like that. No dwarf. 
Whoever can dwarf you, in ye are light, and the light shines in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it what? God. So the realms of the supernatural is the realms of light. So you being a supernatural being, you are light. Jesus said it in Matthew chapter 5, verse 16 and 17. So ye are the salt of the earth. Ye are the light of the earth. A city set on a hill which cannot be hidden. Ye let your light so shine. Go. 13. Ye are the light of the earth. Ye are the salt of the earth. But if the salt lost its savor, wherein can it be salted? It cannot be sorted, but it has to be thrown down and be trodden over by men. Then it goes to 14. See, are the light of the earth. A city set on a hill. It cannot be hidden. So that's the number one characteristic. The number two characteristic of the supernatural realm. It is the realm of divine fellowship. It is the realm of divine fellowship. In First John chapter one, verse three, down to seven. First John one three to seven. That which we have seen and heard, declare we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him. And declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not know the truth. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship. We have what? With one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sins. So the supernatural realm we are talking about is the realm of divine fellowship. Realm of what? Fellowship with the Father. Fellowship with the Son. Fellowship with the Holy Ghost. Fellowship with angels. Fellowship with brethren. It is the realm of fellowship with spirits. For ye have come unto Mount Zion. Ye have come unto the city of the living God. You have come unto the heavenly Jerusalem. And the church of the firstborn. Whose names are written in heaven. Ye have come unto the general assembly. You have come unto God, the judge of all. To Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant. To the blood of the sprinkling. And the spirit of judgment being made perfect. The father who gave birth to you, whose name is called God, the father. Who is a spirit being? have a family and that family interacts that family what? 
commune, they have fellowship. So the realm of the supernatural is the realm of divine fellowship. You must understand that at every point in time, there is a divine fellowship with the Father, with the Son, with the Spirit, with brethren, with angels available to you at all times. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So your understanding about this fellowship determines your life. The reason why a lot of Christians live their life anyhow is that they don't know the kind of fellowship they have. Praise the Lord. They don't know the kind of people they interact with. People boast of speaking with the president of this nation. Praise the Lord. They, they know the president. I, I know the regional minister. It's, it's the boast with. The realm, every supernatural being, you have interaction with heavenly forces. God, the Father. Jesus, the Son. The Holy Ghost, who is here. You, you see, you need to understand these things practically. If not, you would die as a slave and live on this earth as a slave. You'll be begging mere men as a God. It's a shame on your part to be looking to an unbeliever for help. It's a shame. As a God. But with no understanding, with no understanding, you'll be begging them. You'll be kneeling, they will not mind you. They'll tell you, Are you not the one who says you are a Christian? What has your prayer done for you? They'll be telling you, looking at your face, and be telling you. Why? Because you need walk. And God, you don't they know not, neither do they understand. All the earth are out of us. They will die like mere men. Because they don't know who they are. I would rather die than to beg men and not believe them for God. I'd rather die for my God than to go and say, please, I you. My God will never let me do that. Praise God. Are you here with me? I would rather die than to beg men. I'd rather die than to bed. They know not. You interact with divine forces. That's you see, if you don't understand, you live your life anyhow. You have God with you, you don't talk to him. You have angels available, you don't use them. You have the Holy Ghost accessible to you. You are looking out to man ghost for help. Divine fellowship. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 22 downwards. He said, For ye have come unto Mount Zion. Ye have come unto the city of the living God. Ye have come unto the company numberable of angels. 23 to the general assembly and the church of the firstborn, 
which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirit of just men made perfect, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and the blood of the sprinkling, that speaketh better things than the blood of heaven. You come into the realms of divine fellowship as a supernatural. At every time, they are all accessible to you. In this world, they say that who you know determines who you become. And in the spirit, they say, Who do you know? You know God the Father. Who do you know? You know God the Son. Who do you know? You know the Holy Ghost. You know angels. One angel lifted up his sword and destroyed three nations. Then a common witch is settling your life and you are afraid. Say, hey, come on. Mommy, wait here, show you. Papa, wait, but they are not come. Oh, no. They know not. Neither do they hurt. Understand. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Is why a lot of people take advantage of people. If you know your, you understand your supernaturality. You walk as a God on earth, having command. Praise God. It is very important also for us to understand that understanding your supernaturality by your characteristic. It is not just the knowledge of it that brings the blessing. It is the manifestation of it. It is the heart. So you must understand how to manifest your supernaturality. How to manifest. The manifestations of the supernatural on earth it's a miracle. It's a sign. It's a wonder. If somebody is walking in his or her supernaturality, he becomes a miracle on earth. He becomes a sign. Jesus was a walking miracle because he was manifesting his supernatural life on earth. And to the earth, it was a surprise. They were wondering. They were amazed. They were surprised. They wanted at his life. Why? Jesus wasn't doing anything which was different. He was just walking as a supernatural being on earth. So manifestations of the supernatural in the natural is a miracle. It's a sign. It's a wonder. So when we say signs and wonders, what the meaning is? Manifestation of the supernatural in the heart, natural. When we say miracle, it's a supernatural thing that has happened in the heart, natural. So how then do you manifest or release your supernatural? How? It is expedient that you understand 
that supernatural life have two faces. It has something you are and something you do. So for you to manifest the supernatural, there should be your your life should be some way. Your life should be hot. Sometimes people will say, Are you are you are some way? Praise God. We have been you are some way. Some way. Your life should be some way. And then you should be doing some things. It is a combination of the some way life and the some things doing life that manifest your supernaturality and make you live supernaturally on earth. Praise God. There's some way, your life being some way, we call it supernatural characters or supernatural attitude. You should carry some attitude. Attitudes are things you are. They are not things you do. They are some things you are. You should have some kind of character. Things you are. And this morning we are exploring one characteristic. One attitude for manifestation of the supernatural. Praise the Lord. Matthew chapter 11. Twenty-eight and twenty-nine. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek, lowly in heart. You shall find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek I am lowly in heart you shall find rest for your soul come and learn of me my life is some way I have this character I have this attitude come and learn it then that attitude will give you some rest in your life and what is that attitude? He said, For I am meek and lowly in heart. When you look into scriptures, the first individual in the Bible that God started manifesting the supernatural through his hands. We call his name Moses. We call his name what? Call his name Moses. He was the first individual in scriptures that the supernatural God started operating the supernatural through him. And this man in Numbers chapter 12, Numbers 12, 3. Talking about his nature, why God chose him be the first. Why? He said, Now the man Moses was very meek, above all 
the men which were upon the face of the earth. God is talking about a man. He said he was very meek above all the men which were upon the face of the earth. Since creation till the time of Moses, he has been the meekest. That's what this scripture means. And no wonder Rod was opening Red Sea. Praise God. He spread for Rod and water is coming from it. He spread for this Rod and then pills are coming. He speaks and tendrance is happening. Praise the Lord. He lifts his hands and battle is being won. These are manifestations of the Spirit in the natural. The man Moses was very meek upon all the men who were on the face of the earth. Now Jesus also we have read Matthew eleven twenty nine, who manifested the supernatural. To the amazement of the whole wide world, he said, Come and learn of me, for I am meek, lowly in heart. So that suggests to you and I that to manifest our supernaturality, we need to carry the life of meekness. We should have a some way kind of life which is called meekness. A some way kind of life. Meekness. The word meekness is the same as humility. 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 Praise God. Praise the Lord. Go with me to James chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. James 4, 6 and 7. But he given more grace. Wherefore he said, God resisted the proud, but given grace to the humble. Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. First Peter chapter five, verse five and six. Likewise, ye younger, submit yourself unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject to one another. And be clothed with humility. He said, clothe yourself with humility. For God resisted the proud and give grace to the humble. Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God. That he will exalt you in deal. So humility is an attitude for manifestation of your supernaturality. Until you carry the attitude of humility, you never manifest your supernaturality to the fullest. Praise. Is that submit yourself under the mighty hand of God that He will lift you up? So the more humble you are, the more He lifts you up. The more you manifest your supernatural. 
sexuality and manifest your gossip on earth. What is humility? Humility can be defined as the attitude of total brokenness and total surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ and His Word. The attitude of total brokenness and total surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ and His Word. The attitude of total brokenness and total surrender to the Lord Jesus Christ and His Word. Submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. Total surrender. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Clothe yourself with humility. Total brokenness. That is humility. You look into scriptures. They were talking about Moses. He has going to take an Ethiopian woman. Before Moses married Zipporah, even there was no law to guide who to marry. Praise the Lord. It was that Moses that God gave that law through to tell you that you should not marry from outside. Are you hearing? So that accusation that they are leveling against Moses, it was through him. God gave to deliver the thing. Praise the Lord. That's God has said, I hate what? Divorce. Okay, when they started talking, then God says you leave that woman. So this Moses you were talking about, that he was him, he was totally what? Broken. Totally surrendered to God. That's why God will say he was meek over all the people of all the heart. You can't live in pride, arrogance, and expect to manifest the supernatural. You'll be brought down very soon. Very soon. It takes the attitude of humility. Attitude of total brokenness and total surrender. What are things God is telling you? That's still by pride. You are doing what you want to do. What are things God is telling you through a servant? That's still by pride. You are doing what you are doing. Humility is not yes, I'm a yes, I'm a They are people with just some face. They are hard. It's as a stone. They are too proud. God called them proud. Praise God. Man only look at the outer door. Yes, sir. Papa. It's not that way, is it? Then why do you call me Lord, Lord? But I'm not doing the things I tell you. Total brokenness. Total surrender. If you are not doing the things God has said to you, you haven't surrendered 
you are not to be, you are proud. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Hallelujah. Somebody is blessed this morning. Somebody is blessed this morning. Somebody is blessed this morning. Therefore, the supernatural will always manifest through meek or humble people. The supernatural. Now, carrying the attitude, what then are the acts, the things you have to do to manifest the supernatural? In Exodus chapter 4 verse 17, we have talked about Moses who being the first man that God used to manifest the supernatural. When God met him for manifestations of the supernatural, the first thing God told him in Exodus chapter 4 verse 17, he said, that thou shalt take this rod in thy hand, wherewith thou shalt do sign. You carry this rod in your hand, and with the rod you will manifest you will carry the rod. You will carry rod in your hand and with the rod you will do signs. You will carry this rod in your hand and with the rod you will do signs. So to manifest the supernatural you should be carrying some rods. Some rods. Some rods. You must be rotten. You must be hot. Rotten. There must be rods in your hand. Rods. And the rod we are exploring this morning is the rod of the word. The rod of what? The word. The supernatural always manifests at the release of the rod of the word. The word of God. In Psalm 119 verse 18. He said. Open my eyes. O God. That I may behold wondrous things. Out of thy law. The word law means thy word. So that means that God's word is full of wondrous things. And when you are carrying them, it makes you a wonder. Wondrous things mean signs and wonders. It is full of testimonies. So when you are carrying those things, you become a testimonial. God's word. It is full of wonders. Open my eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy love. Praise God. Let's look at Luke chapter 5 to depict this point. Jesus met Peter, Luke 5, verse 1 to 7. And it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, 
he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets and he entered into one of the ships which was Simon's and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land and he sat down and taught the people out of the ship and when he had left speaking he said unto Simon Light out into the deep let down thy net for a drought and Simon answering said unto him Master we have toiled all night and have taken nothing nevertheless at thy word I will let down the net and when they have done this he enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break and they beckoned unto their partner which were in the other ship that they should come and help them and they came and filled both ships so that they began to sing praise God praise God praise God let down your net for a cast he said master we have toiled all night verse 5 and have caught nothing Nevertheless, at thy way. What brought the sign and the wonder wasn't the throwing of the net. It wasn't the appearance of Jesus. It was the word that Jesus released. Let down thy net for a cast. Said we have toiled all night. Nevertheless, at thy word. And when they drew the net, the net went forth because of the word. They caught a multitude of fishes. Praise the Lord. God's word is pregnant with wonders. When you operate by the word, it brings forth supernatural manifestation. When you operate by the word, it brings forth supernatural manifestation. Let down thy net. Nevertheless, at thy word, they drew the net. That is operating by the word. And the supernatural manifested. They caught multitude of fishes. To the point that their net began to break and their ships began to what? You can't manifest the supernatural without the way. It is the greatest role for manifestation of the supernatural. Praise God. How does operating the word manifest the supernatural? Very important. How? How does operating the word, the word as a comfort, how does it manifest Number one, God's word, which manifests the supernatural, it is able to manifest supernatural things because the word is creative. It has power to create anything that is not there. So when the word goes on and the thing is not even there, the word is able to create it. So when the word says that, do this, your head will come. And that person's head is caught. 
when you do it, even though there's no head sitting on that person's neck, but because the word can create head, when you do what it is instructing you to do, you create the head and make it sit on the neck. It is creating. In Hebrews chapter 11, verse 10, by faith we understand that the whole world were framed by the word of God. Hebrews 11. That the things which you see came out of the things which we see not. The things we see. And how did we see God creating things? When you read Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to 10 to 1, God was speaking them to be. And God said, let there be light. There was no light. But because the word has power to create, it went to create the light. Praise the Lord. Then let the fishes be in the sea. There were no fishes in creation. But because the word has power to create, it entered the sea and produced its fish. So how does the word manifest the supernatural? Because it is creative. So when it goes forth, it is not good to create anything which is not there. And he has said, my word will not go void, but accomplish that which I have sent it forth. So any word of God that he speaks through his word, the written word, through his servant, they are sent forth to create. Praise God. It never returns void. It's able to create. Therefore, I declare in the name of Jesus, may your miracle job be created for you now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Your miracle marriage be sought now in the name of Jesus Christ. Your miracle admission be secured now in Jesus' name. Your miracle financial life be opened now in the name of Jesus Christ. The word creates. That's why operating by the word manifests. Also, how does the word number two? The word doesn't only create, the word is also prophetic in nature. It is also prophetic in nature. Every prophetic word comes to fulfillment, comes to what? When it is spoken by the Lord, it has to be fulfilled. In Ezekiel 37, there is a scenario about the prophetic nature of the word. Ezekiel 37, verse 1 through to 10. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out of the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of dry bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley. Lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Again he said unto me, Prophesy unto this bones. Too hot. Too hot. Who told him to prophesy? God. Prophesy unto these bones. Listen. 
to them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. That saith the Lord God unto this bone. Behold, I will cause breath to enter you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you, and bring up flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesy as I was taught, commanded, and as I prophesied, there was a noise, and behold, a second, and the bones came together, bone to bone. And when I beheld, look, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them above all, but there was no breath in them. Then said he unto me, Prophesy unto the wind, prophesy, son of man, and say to the wind, That saith the Lord, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon the slain that which that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet, and exceedingly great it was. Amen. The word is prophetic in nature. And how does it manifest? When you prophesy as you are commanded, you release God's integrity to perform His word. To perform what? Isaiah 55 verse 10 to 12. But he says, His word does not come on void. His integrity comes to play. To perform His word. And the supernatural. It's a sure word of prophecy. When God said that, say it is well. Say ah, it is it is well. What is it well? Praise the Lord. It is your task for saying it. That is why it is not always well with you. I'm telling you, if you say well, it is well with faith. It will always be hot. Well. Some of you, you just say it to because it's a test. You think it's a test. You doubt. When you have been saying, you do what? You doubt. That's why it is not well with you. Now you are saying it is well, but it is not really well. Because you are saying it is well, there is doubt. He doubt, doubted. It's like the wave of the heart. See, let that man not think that he received anything good from who? The Lord. Are you getting it? You can't be saying it is well in faith continuously and it will not be well with you. Tell him. So if you, you are saying it is well and it is not really well with you, then check your faith. Check your heart. If you say you need that. You don't understand. You don't understand. Because you are saying that it is well. You are doubting. So you know what? Understand. You don't understand. You don't understand. Because you you don't understand. So you are just saying it. The inventor say I'm sick. So that we pray for you. Praise the Lord. Are you here with me? The inventor say I'm poor. So that you continue to remain hot. Poor. It's better than saying that way than saying it without not in what? Faith. And then living in it. Praise God. Are you here? Shout, I am here. I am here. So God's word is prophetic. 
Again, what is in the word makes operating by the word make you manifest the supernatural. Also, in the word, there is healing abilities. In Luke chapter 5, verse 17, Jesus was teaching, like as I'm teaching now. And the power of God, right now, there is the power of God here to heal. I cast every disease in anyone's body to disappear now in the name of Jesus Christ. Every sickness, affliction, whatever the name is that is lying in your body, I command it out in the name of Jesus Christ. There is healing abilities in the world. In Luke 5, 17, while Jesus was teaching, the Pharisees, the doctors, all those people were there. Look, said the Pharisees and the doctors of the Lord, sitting by. Those who don't believe, who are reasoning things. Praise God. And the Bible says, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. So who are the them? The doctors, they were sick. They were all sick. Listen, praise the Lord. And the power was on healing them. Jesus wasn't doing healing minutes too. He wasn't doing healing time. He was just preaching the power. Because the word carries healing ability. In Proverbs chapter 4 verse 20 to 20 He said, My son, attend to my words. Incline thy ears to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Find them around the, your neck. For he said, they shall be health to those who find it. Praise the Lord. 22. Proverbs 4, 22. For they are life to those who find it and health to all their flesh. The word of God is health to your flesh. It carries medicinal content that is able to heal that is able to do surgery out of your system. It is health. So operating by the word makes you manifest the supernatural. Diseases naturally disappear from your system. That's why men of the word, men of the spirit, you don't see them sick. You don't see them all. Because the word itself is healing. It is a drug. It's a spiritual drug. Which is more content and potent than the, than the physical drug they sell at medical shops. Praise God. Hallelujah. He said he sent for his word to heal. He sent for his word to what? Heal. So by operating by the word, you manifest the but carries healing ability. What other thing is in the word? The word also contains deliverance ability. It's able to set free, deliver. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the good news to the poor. He has sent me to preach deliverance to the captive. Deliverance to who? Those in bondage, spiritual marriages, those in curses, those under satanic plagues, deliverance. He sent forth his word, Psalm 107, verse 20, to heal and to deliver, deliver them. 
delivered from all the afflictions. Anyone under any form of bondage this morning, I declare your deliverance now in the name of Jesus Christ. Going next. How do you make the most out of the word? Quickly, number one. You need to receive the word. The word must be received. For the supernatural abilities in the world to manifest, you need to receive it. He came to his own, his own did not receive them. But as many as received him, those that believe in his name, he gave them power. John chapter 1, verse 11 to 30. So you need to receive the word. Not only receive the word, you also need to believe in the word. Believe it. That when God speaks, everything hears and everything obeys. God is not a joker. When he says something, he means what he says. It's not like those joking people. Waterproof people. Now, they are no more When we were, we have people like waterproof people. Now, there are other ones. I don't know their name. Praise God. They, they are not, God is not a joker. Not that he says something just to tickle your ears. Anything he says, he means what he says. When say you do this, I will do this for you. He means it. So you need to believe it. You need to work. For blessed is he who has believed that there shall be a performance of that which the mouth of the Lord spoke. You need to believe. So you receive and believe. A lot of us receive the ones we want to receive and believe the ones we want to believe. Praise the Lord. And the ones we don't want to receive, we throw them away. The Lord will heal you. Yes. Live in holiness. Ah, holiness. Holiness. Ah, holiness. Ah, holiness. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord will bless you. Hallelujah. And what to do for the blessing? You need to tithe. Praise God. God doesn't appeal to people. He doesn't appeal to you. Hello, please, I beg. Come and do it. Anything you do is not for his advantage. It is for your own. That's why here we don't do appeal here. God is not a beggar. That is appealing to you. Yes, eating temple. We need money. We need money. We need money. We needed about 4,000 Ghana cities in a week. As minister. Nobody heard it. Within the week, God brought the heart. Money. You don't need to come in. 4,000! Okay, you. You bring my friend. The way you are wearing your coat. You bring two hands. Praise God. 
you will sit there at the back of your car. You might have to leave. <laughs> Praise God. God doesn't appeal to people. It's too big to be appealed. Praise God. The word appeal means to plead, to beg. But it's not a pleader. Are you here? So you need to believe. And after believing, you also need to speak forth. Speak the word. The centurion told Jesus, only speak the word that my servants have been made home. For I am a man of authority. Speak the word. So speaking what men are saying. And speak what God is telling you. Praise God. Speak the word. There are some of you you don't speak any word. The word you know, the word you believe, you don't speak. Last week we, we heard it. You need to speak. Speak it boldly. Speak it convincingly. Speak it aggressively. Shout it. Speak it confrontationally. You are wasted. Praise God. I've been saying the sentence. If the witches can kill me, come on, go Speak it up. Confrontationally. Speak. I cannot be poor. People have passed me long, long time. I'm not talking about survivor. You was. You do what? Watch this man. You see where God will take him. Watch. Now we might be at the same level, but you just what? What? And I've always said, not because I'm a pastor, I'm stopping that. What? Praise God. Yes, because when I say that, most of you, you did there. That's what? That's what? I'm afraid stopping cause what? What type of man? But by my connection, I know that things I'm doing. My sacrifices, my my commitment to God and unless this Bible is not true. Unless this Bible is not true. But I'm too convinced that this is the word of God. So speak it. You cannot be believing healing and be talking sickness. You will always be sick. Are you here? You cannot believe success and be talking failure. You always be failure. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I hate people say, ah, it was dancing. So what happened? That means you yourself say that you have. Yes, because you, you are not a white man, you are a black man. You you are with. Let's go and bury you. Let's go and do what? Yes, because you are not white, you are black, you are with. You saying that, what you are saying that me, I am hot. What sort of life is this? Praise God. Are you here? 
aggressive. And then lastly, what do you do with the word? You must obey it. Act it. Don't just be a listener. James 1, 22. And just be a listener and a writer. Praise God. A listener and what? A writer. You just write it in the book. What else yes? Write in the book. You just write and burn close. And go and do something else. Obey. Do it. Practice it. Practice it. Do what? In Matthew 7, verse 20. Practice. Do what? Matthew 7, verse Wherefore, by their fruit, you shall know what? 21. For it's not them that say, Lord God. Lord, Lord. Not everyone that say unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the temple. But he that do it, he that hot. The word is do it, do it, do it, the will of the Father. He that do it. So, practice from your whatever. Practice, practice. You might not well have started anything. When Abraham started practicing God's word, he was a mystified. You might live in disobedience since your beginning. That now, you are not a mystified. You are not hot. Ah. Abraham was a mystified. That was where he started practicing God's word. And his life turned around. He is now the father of all these Abraham. Prayer My God, my God, my God will turn your destiny around in the name of Jesus Christ. You want to be on your feet. We hope you have been blessed by the word. We would love to have you worship with us at Congress Global Ministries, located at British Sailor Society, Takrade, near the Harbour Gate. Or call us on 0243-287-958 or 0246-111-278. You are blessed.